So is it Time Lord or is it Lob Williams? Yes, I guess we're doing this as a segment. But it's brought to you by 1-100. Head over to 1-100.co where you can score tickets to a future Celtics games, Patriots games, and Bruins games, including the Winter Classic. All expenses paid trip to the Winter Classic. That's right. Your online raffle is 1-100.co. Head over right now if you haven't already. 1-100.co. <laughs> and if you have in the past, do it again. All do right. it again! Where do you two fall in this conversation? I, I don't even know where I fall in this conversation. I mean, this thing is just taking off on a national level. Everyone's calling the Celtics rookie Robert Williams a time lord. I thought it was just a Celtics Twitter thing. He goes off for a couple of games. Well, I say go off. as go I mean, off. He, he had two really good games, and all of a sudden, the entire every NBA fan in the nation is calling him a time lord. Yeah, listen, Which one is it, Nick? Danny Ainge hates it. Robert Williams hates it, but see, if, and Nick Jelso hates well, because it. Because Danny Ainge so, hates it, that makes the Celtics fans go crazy. They make I, it makes I them know, love it even more. I know, but it's just to me, it's like just annoying. It's annoying. Okay, it's annoying. Clevis. I mean, it, this kind of reminds me of a Kevin Durant situation a few years ago. Where we yeah, he had Slim Reaper. He had Durantula. Slim Reaper. Dan, I forgot about. Dan. Dan didn't really <laughs> like him. To me, it, they're I cool nicknames. I love Durantula. I think so cool. Um, yeah. But I, I think something player. I guess if you don't like the nickname, just stop it right away. Like Rob Room's trying to stop this right away before it gets any farther. Oh, too late. Oh, it's too late. Uh, I mean, too late. When you got yeah. Scal on the broadcast. <laughs> and the thing is, too, Reddit is basically defining what this means, the Time Lord, right? Because yes, Scal's yeah. got it wrong. Robert Williams has it wrong. We all have it wrong. <laughs> That's funny. The Time Lord is making fun of us, the media. I, for making, for really pushing, I, this is what I've been told. It's for making fun of us, the media, for being tough on him, for being late. Were, were we that tough, though? If we didn't, we should be that tough. Correct me if I'm wrong. Introductory in press conference. He was late for summer league. Yeah, Come on, he true. deserves. He missed the I'm, flight. I'm gonna omit myself <laughs> from this from the media thing because I was in Phoenix at the time. So <laughs> this, this is a you know you, you guys. Thing. You had a couple. Of, this a couple is a you guys about, thing. Yeah, I know so you. They were, talking about me. People were asking you about it, Clevis. What were you saying? You were I saying tweet. You were like that rookie messed up. Not only that, Clevis has like five burner accounts. You know he was commenting on those. No, I mean, listen, man. See, during the game. I decided to start the pot. I called him Lob Williams to see what people said. People lost their mind. <laughs> the reason I said it was because he took he 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 slammed it home. Was it two alley oops from Kyrie Irving? I'm like, yeah. do you guys still hate the name Lob Williams? Yeah. Every single person said they couldn't stand it. No, it's I love Time it. Lord. And I think why is Time Lord such a cool name? It's a unique. Nickname. What does it, it mean? Is, it, it is unique. I, I mean, time white, the Lord of Time. I mean, think about like I think NBA history is part <laughs> of like it's part of like Darth Vader of time. <laughs> just have a quick names. You have the Truth. You have the Answer. You have the Black Mamba. Those are good nicknames. Those, yeah, right. they, they're they are unique. amazing. Nicknames. You know, Magic. Johnson. Time Lord, not so much. No? Uh, well, now he might have a sponsor, too. <laughs> Magic Clevis Johnson. likes it. He doesn't want, wait, 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 you, know, you don't want to co-sign it, but you like it. I know, you I'll, I'll, I'll say, yes, I'll say, like, it is a cool, unique nickname, but if he doesn't like it, then what can you do? I blame his generation. I do too. I agree. He is my generation. Is it Time Lord or is it Lob Williams or is it neither? Neither. Or just beat up on me in the comments. It's all good. This episode is sponsored by Action Heat. Action Heat makes the world's best battery-heated clothing. Heat on demand at the touch of a button. Yes, you heard me. I said battery-heated clothing. You know how nice it is when you open up the car door, you sit down in your seat, and it's nice and warm, nice and toasty? Well, now you can take that feeling with you anywhere. Action Heat can reach temperatures of up to 135 degrees, and it's powered by a rechargeable 5-volt lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 12 hours. And get this, that same charge you can use to charge your phone. I'm sure you can think of many people in your life 
who would throw on these clothes in a heartbeat, especially those of us stuck in New England this winter. But now, I say bring on the snow. Maybe you're looking for a cool holiday gift. Boom, done. Or potential ski trip this winter. I say stay out for a couple extra runs because frostbite ain't touching you. Or maybe it's that brisk or freezing cold walk to class in the morning. They got heated jackets, socks, gloves, hats, even undergarments like a heated base layer or some long johns. Hey, head to toe, folks, and it starts at just $39.99. I actually do own the vest, which I must say is pretty stylish, regardless of the heat. And I'll be completely honest, I'm wearing the socks as we speak. They're great for just hanging. In fact, I plan on buying a pair for my brothers, who I know most likely will not want to spend too much money to heat their apartments this winter. So listen up, we got a special deal for all of our listeners. You can save 20% off your entire order if you go to actionheat.com slash garden. Check out everything Action Heat has to offer. That's actionheat.com slash garden. Or you can use the coupon code garden at checkout and save 20% that way. Stay toasty warm this winter or summer or spring or fall while you enjoy all those outdoor activities with Action Heat. And we want to thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Celtics forward Jalen Brown continued his hot streak offensively. He's been averaging 21 points since his injury. He put together a 19-point game against the Pelicans, but there was a moment before halftime where tempers flared between him and a couple of his teammates. This segment is brought to you by 1-100. Head over to 1-100.co where you can enter a raffle to win future tickets to Celtics games, Bruins, Patriots, and speaking of Bruins, fellas, don't sleep on winter classic tickets. That's right. New Year's. Sign up. 1in100.co will send you to the Winter Classic, so don't miss out on that. As 1in100.co, fellas, Love it. is this... Okay, first of all, let's paint the picture, right? A little inside look here. Not sure if that was shown on TV <laughs> or not, but this is what look. we saw from our uh, vantage point. Uh, Jalen Brown got reamed out a bit from his a couple bit. of his teammates. One of them was Terry Rozier. There's the a lot one of was Marcus Morris, yeah. and this happened right before halftime. It seemed like he flipped the switch, though, in the second half, but... Was that a moment where the players just expressed their frustration for that one particular play? Or do either one of you think that this is something that's been sort of brewing throughout the regular season, maybe brewing throughout the last week? I think, what do you think? I think it was just those last two possessions. I don't really see this as anything that's been brewing, but it was clear frustration. I mean, on the second-to-last possession of the first half, he blew a pass to Marcus Morris, Morris slammed the ball down. And it wasn't, you know, uh, a reaming him out per se. He was more like clapping, like, let's go, like, wake up. Right. Yeah. And then the final possession – he basically failed to execute on their final possession, and Terry Rozier was visibly frustrated. Yeah. So were a couple of the other guys. When they were walking into the tunnel, there was some clear frustration. They were kind of barking at him a little bit. But I think that it might not be a bad thing. Maybe it's that open, mm-hmm. that open field, you know, and transparent kind of thing might be a good thing. I don't think this was something sure. that's been heating up since right. the beginning of the it season. Almost looked like, it, yeah, it almost looked like Brown just didn't maybe understand what the set it was. Yeah. Or he was just slow yeah. getting to it, and, and Rozier basically said, like, move, yeah. like, let's right. go. Yeah, and literally. then by the time he got there, the whole play was was blown up. They yeah. turned the ball over. They didn't get a shot off. Yeah. And Rozier just stormed right off. Yeah. He stormed right off, slammed the towel down, and into the tunnel. You know, he was just kind of like, you know, yeah. the storm kept going. And Brown was going to stand there like, like he didn't, the, it almost like he was just clueless right. as to what was going on. So yeah. one thing I was really interested to, to see, well, first of all, 
I, I think, you know, on the flip side, it, it was kind of good to see a little bit of a leader, leadership out of Rozier there. Yeah. You know, that's your point guard. Mm-hmm. He better be screaming directions Hold at accountable. you. Yeah, you better be yeah. screaming directions at guys. You know, whether, whether, whether they're doing the right thing or the wrong thing, you want them to be vocal out there. Kevin Garnett was the biggest screamer mm-hmm. in the NBA. Yeah. So Did I you make someone to, cry one time? Uh, we won't talk about that. <laughs> big, big baby, we won't talk about that. Um, but I was interested to see how they responded in the second half. And... By you know, by all accounts, it, it seemed like everything was going well. I mean, yeah. they obviously expanded the lead. Yeah. yeah. You know, Brown actually uh, he helped you know, him he, open it up. Brown turned it around in his own personal game in the fourth. You know, especially in the fourth quarter there mm-hmm. later, um, he came through with with some nice plays in a row there. So, um, it's something to watch. I mean, you you always want. I'm always interested to see how these players. You know, the dynamic between the players. You know, Agreed. the relationships, yeah. not just the, the the box scores, but you know. You know how they react to each other out there. You know they genuinely happy for them, for them out there. One right. thing I, I definitely noticed was, you know, when Marcus Morris, you know, and Trags actually pointed this out, was when Marcus Morris left the game uh, late in the fourth after having the game he had. You know, he got tons of congratulations from the guys on the bench like Kyrie and those guys who yeah. didn't play. So that kind of tells me that these guys are, you know, they're there for each other. They, yeah. they, you know, they understand they're all in this together. Right. Yeah, I agree with you, Jimmy. You know, it, for how it reminds me of what Kyrie Irving had to say. You know, the last time he played, or the last home game afterwards, when he said, "Look, everyone's holding each other accountable. That's what you want. Those yeah. are traits of a championship team or championship caliber team." And yeah. of course, Kyrie Irving, what he says, if he's saying that to the media, if he's saying that to us, you can imagine he's saying the exact same thing to his teammates and then some. So I, sure. I think that's a positive sign. I think you want to see that. You know, if there's a botched play or if someone you know messes things up, whether it's Jalen Brown, whether it's Kyrie Irving himself, you yeah. want to see someone, another teammate, hold that person accountable and say, hey, man, come on, we need a little more from you. Look, I know we're up by 10 points here, but look, we need everyone to be on the same exact page. Yeah, there's a lot of experience in this locker room, so guys are going to do that. They've been around the block. Guys like Marcus Morris, Terry Rozier, they know what it takes. Terry Rozier, Mm -hmm. you know, went to an Eastern Conference Finals last year, and so did JB, but they got to hold each other accountable, and I think that's a good thing, and I I was impressed by the way Jalen Brown bounced back in the second half. You know, a lot of guys close a half like that with a frustrating couple of possessions where their teammates are kind of getting on him and they fall flat. Right. Yeah, he didn't do that. Exactly. Yeah. He did I mean, the opposite. I right. think it was good that it was right before half yeah. as opposed to right after yeah. and now it's just st- stewing in you for the rest yeah. of the game. I'd be curious like, to get a peek in the locker room. <laughs> I would have liked happened, that. I would have liked to be a fly on the wall for that. Well, have to keep a close eye on things. Maybe this thing lingers. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's just a one-time thing. We'll have to wait and see.